Fragments of Fright Volume 3 is here. Go to Amazon and search for Fragments of Fright or go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. <laughs> If you like scary stories, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Maniac on the Loose Scary Stories Podcast. <laughs> Sit back and relax. Keep your arms and legs inside the vehicle at all times and enjoy the ride. The End of the Rainbow I left work early one rainy afternoon. I was sick. Not ill, but sick. Sick because I lost my entire paycheck over the weekend at the racetrack. It was common for me to go to the horse races on the weekends, but I had never bet more than half my paycheck before. No matter how bad I did, I still had enough money left over to eat until my next paycheck came in. And this time was different. I put every last penny of my paycheck on a trifecta bet. It was a risky bet. Some would even say stupid. But I had just enough alcohol in my system to make an atrocious decision. If the horses I chose came in first, second, and third place, I'd have enough money to quit my job, buy a yacht, and sail around the world. But they didn't finish in the order necessary, and I lost my paycheck. I usually go shopping right after I get my paycheck, but that week, I went to the racetrack first and lost it all before I could buy food. So all I had to eat for the next week were a few carrots, a couple packets of crackers, and a loaf of white bread, which I found out that morning was moldy. I wasn't sure what was louder, the constant growl coming from my empty stomach or the buckets of rain crashing against my windshield. The road I was traveling down was always heavily congested at 8 o'clock in the morning on my way to work. In the middle of the afternoon, it was barren. Experiencing the road at this time of the day was a rarity for most of us in the rat race. I was inching along at a snail's pace due to the significance of the storm, but I would probably be going this slow regardless due to my depressed state and the fact that there was nobody in my rearview mirror urging me to speed up. It's not like there was anything I was in a rush to do at home. I'd probably plop myself on the couch and watch some mindless television show while I nibbled on a cracker. I didn't think it was possible for the rain to pound down on my little car harder than it already was, but I stood corrected. For a few seconds, it sounded like somebody was banging on the roof with a mallet. Ahead in the distance, the monstrous storm clouds grew darker and were riddled with constant glimmers and occasional sparks of lightning. It looked like I was going to have to navigate through this storm the entire way home. And then, unbelievably, all at once the rain stopped, the storm clouds dissipated, and the sun made a cheerful appearance. 
In all my life, I had never experienced such a drastic change of weather out of nowhere, and perhaps that had something to do with the most brilliant rainbow I ever saw in my entire life. It looked like something out of a cartoon. It was as clear as anything else outside my car window. It didn't even have the appearance of light. It was more like a solid structure that was glowing. The colors of the rainbow were stunning. I had never seen red, orange, yellow, green, blue, and violet in such vivacious tones. As I slowed through a yield sign and made a left turn, I couldn't believe my eyes. I saw the end of the rainbow. It had come to a rest in the middle of a muddy field. It was touching the ground. Now, I knew this was impossible because rainbows are made in the sky. They never actually touch the ground. They can't because they're an optical illusion formed by light reflecting off of raindrops in the air. But there it was, the end of the rainbow, and there was something shiny sitting next to the end of the rainbow. I couldn't make out what it was. The reflection coming off of it was too intense, but I knew the old folktale about there being a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Could it be true? Could that actually be a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? Uh, I knew it couldn't be, but I wasn't going to spend the rest of my life wondering what that dazzling object at the end of the rainbow was. I was going to find out. I screeched my car to a halt on the shoulder of the road and leapt out. I dashed across the street and into the soft, muddy field. I sank down into the mud well past my ankles. I lost both of my shoes to the giant mushy sponge of mud, but that didn't deter me. I sloshed my way closer and closer to the end of the rainbow and the golden glow next to it. This was unbelievable. If this rainbow was nothing more than a trick of the light, it would keep moving as I got closer, but this rainbow was still there like a glorious colorful flame in front of me. And I could hear it. It was buzzing like an electrical line, and I could feel it emitting warmth that comforted my chilled bones. The golden glow of the object next to the rainbow was as brilliant as ever. As I got closer, I was able to determine that the glorious rays of light were magnificent glares casting off of three square golden objects. Two of the objects were low to the ground, while the third was about four feet higher in the air. Was I looking at gold? A surge of adrenaline rushed through my body, allowing me to pick up my pace slightly. I was about five feet away when the glare dwindled enough for me to make out what the square gold objects were. They were buckles. The two near the ground were attached to shoes. The one higher up was fastened to a hat. The shoes and the hat were being worn by a leprechaun. An honest-to-goodness leprechaun. As the creature stepped forward, it was not what I was expecting. It was a little less than four feet tall, and it was wearing red, not green. I guess the fable of them wearing green came from its skin color. Its skin was jade and scaly, giving the leprechaun a reptilian appearance. It was a stocky, muscular creature with enormous clawed hands. Its sharp, blade-like teeth were revealed when it smiled at me. 
I was scared, but remembered the folktale that if you find a leprechaun at the end of the rainbow, it has to grant you three wishes, or something along those lines. Hey, I, I think you have to grant me three wishes now, right? The leprechaun let out a deep bellowing laugh and then spoke with a demonic voice. That's only if you catch a leprechaun, Sonny. But you don't catch me. I catch you. With that, the leprechaun monster charged me and wrapped its catcher's mitt-like claw around my throat. It let out a cackle as it squeezed my throat until I blacked out. I woke up in some kind of dark, dingy underground cavern. I could smell the potent aroma of smoke in the air and could hear the crackling of burning embers. I found myself bound by rusted chains to a cold, concrete slab. I was on my back, staring up at the tree roots snaking their way around the ceiling of the cavern. I turned my head to the side upon hearing the clinking of metal. There was the grotesque leprechaun sitting on a small wooden chair next to a blazing bonfire. He was sifting his claws through a black pot full of gold coins. Hey, hey, that's my pot of gold, isn't it? I mean, don't I get that? Don't I get the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow? I mean, there's got to be some truth to all this damn folklore. The leprechaun flashed a mischievous grin. Yes, this pot of gold is yours. If you want it. The leprechaun's evil smirk intensified as it held the pot of gold over the roaring fire. Within seconds, I could hear the clatter of coins being reduced to a bubbling, scalding liquid. I could smell the burning stench of hot alloy as the creature carried the blistering pot of melted gold to me and held it over my face. As you wish. The leprechaun began tilting the pot of boiling gold and I could see the sizzling, sweltering liquid inching closer to the edge of the pot, mere seconds from spilling over and melting my flesh, bones, and brains. No, 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 I, I, I don't want it. I don't want the pot of gold. With that, the leprechaun tilted the searing pot of gold back up and set it to the side out of harm's way. He then dug a large, round, rugged gold piece from his coat pocket and held it up. If I turn you loose, and you promise never to tell anyone about me and my gold, you can have this rare coin. Mr. Leprechaun, you have a deal. Turns out the gold coin the Leprechaun gave me was worth approximately five million bucks, so I quit my job, bought a yacht, and sailed around the world. We hope you enjoyed the show. We're dying for you to come back for more. <laughs> Visit ManiacOnTheLoose.com Sign up for our newsletter and I'll give you some free stuff. We'll see you soon. Very soon. Most of my books are now available as audiobooks. Go to ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash audiobooks. If you're enjoying the podcast and you want to support the show, 
buy some of my books. I have a bunch of them, and most of them are free with Kindle Unlimited. Don't have Kindle Unlimited? No problem. They're all priced pretty cheap. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash books. Here's a super fun way to support the show. Go to maniacontheloose.com slash store and buy some Maniac on the Loose merchandise. Let the world know you're a listener. T-shirts, sweatshirts, hoodies, hats, mugs, there's a bunch of items to choose from. And you have a multitude of design choices, including all of my book covers. Go take a look. It's super cool. Go on. Do it. Right now. Go. ManiacOnTheLoose.com slash store.